G'day, my name's Martin Murray and you're listening to the In The Paddock podcast, where we talk all things farming. Welcome to today's Wednesday Tech Talk. On today's show, we'll be talking about using data loggers and climate apps to manage your frost risk. So if you follow me on TikTok, you would have seen me on the weekend running around and downloading the data and changing the batteries out of a whole heap of data loggers. Now they belong to the company I used to work for, but I've got a stack of them scattered around my farm and I'll tell you why. Because these things are out there recording the temperature, I know exactly when frosts are happening, how long they're lasting, and how cold they're getting, which is incredibly important for me to consider when I'm planning what I'm gonna sow and when I'm gonna sow it, so I can avoid the worst of the frosts while also avoiding the heat to guarantee maximum yield. Good example of this is this year we had a frost late September, But because we maintain these data loggers and we know when all the other frosts are happening and have a good network of data, we know that normally we don't really get frosts past late August. Now, we can try and prevent frost damage and, you know, make sure that we sow at a time so we won't be hit by an end of September frost. But then you've got to consider how much yield you're going to lose from the heat that would normally be going on in that period. And that's why I like to maintain these loggers so I know when that last frost is so I can aim to be flowering just after that. Because if I start flowering just after that first frost or once I'm straight out of that risky window, then I've got the maximum amount of time possible for as much of my crop to flower as possible to get as much seed to set as possible before it gets too hot and the crop starts to stress from the heat which is another thing these data loggers can record. As they're recording the temperature every 15 minutes, you can pull out that data, whack it into an Excel spreadsheet, and it can tell you what you want to know, when you're going to be below a certain temperature, above a certain temperature, how long you're going to be in whatever extreme you plan to be at, when your last frost was, and data like that. Me, personally, I just make sure it records when my last frost was, how many frosts there are, what my total frost hours were and what the coldest frost was along with the amount of heat days and when that first heat day occurs. So I'll go into a bit more detail about the loggers themselves. These loggers, I think they cost about 250 300 somewhere there each. They're a great little machine. They don't give you live updates so you've manually got to go around and download the data with a computer but They are sold little machines. They'll store about 11 months worth of data when you're taking the temperature every 15 minutes. And they'll also run for about two years on a single battery, which is really handy. But what if you can't afford to or don't want to have a stack of data loggers shoved around your property? Well, then you can use an app called Climate. You do have to sign up to it, but it's a free app. Not sure who funds it, whether it was government or GRDC, but it's a brilliant little thing. In there, you whack in whatever your nearest weather station is. You can whack in what your risk factors are and what data you want to range from. And it'll give you your optimum window where it's not too hot and it's not too cold. That is one of the best ways to try and work out your flowering window without actually having your own weather stations and going through your own data. The downside of this is though, it's where that weather station is. Take Coonabarabran for example. If you've ever flown into Coonabarabran, You'll know the airport is right up on top of a hill 
and that's where their weather station is. So it is always much warmer at the weather station than what it actually is in town. And while I haven't actually looked at their data, I can guarantee you it would not have as many frosts there as they do in town. It can say it's nice and balmy up on top of that hill, but when I'm driving through town, windows are fogging up and frosting over, which is the same thing you'll find if the weather station that you're running off does not represent the area that you are farming. So that's why I think it's important to make sure that you either have your own weather station somewhere on farm or you ground truth your data. Now for me, I'm lucky enough to have three little data loggers. So I have one up on a nice high part of the farm, which is still cropped. And I have the two others in the coldest spots I could think of. One's right down the bottom of a slope on a fence line on the edge of a cropping paddock. The other one's sitting in the bottom of a gully. And for me, that lets me know my extremes. If I only had one, I'll put it somewhere in the middle, nice bit of average country, and that'll let me know just roughly, you know, what my frost risk is and what an average case scenario is. And ideally, that's where you'd put your one weather station or your one logger if that's the only option you've got. But if you can't even do that, then that's where that Climate app really comes into its own. If you want to find out a bit more or see a bit more about this show, go to my YouTube channel, search In The Paddock on YouTube and you should be able to find it. The video is called Data Loggers and Frost Risks. Or, sorry, data loggers and managing frost risk. And that'll give you a bit of an overview over what data loggers are, how we use them, what they look like, how you set them up. I really go into a bit of detail there and I even go into a spreadsheet and show you how I pull apart the data. So check that out. So that's a little overview of how you can use data loggers and climatic apps to manage your frost risk. You work out when that ideal period is between your last frost and the heat stress days kicking in and that's when you want to be flowering. Also, for that, you're obviously going to need to know the phenology of the variety you're growing, how long it grows for, and that way you can work out your ideal planting date. But as I said before, if you want to know more, check out the YouTube video, In The Paddock Podcast, Data Loggers and Managing Frost Risk. Now, please remember that while I'm an agronomist, I'm not your agronomist, so make sure you get your own independent advice before acting on anything you've heard here today. Until next time, keep at it.